Hey everyone, me Kevin here. It's a pretty bloody day in the stock market today. Tesla is down, actually less than the NASDAQ is down today. And I gotta talk to you about this expose that the New York Times just did on Tesla. And, uh, you might be surprised, it's not what you're thinking. This is uh, this is actually pretty exciting. So uh, usually when I see Tesla in the New York Times, I'm like, okay, all right, what are y'all gonna complain about when it comes to Elon Musk? Because uh, I'm sick and tired of the mainstream media just complaining about Elon Musk. Uh, and so what was really cool about this, this, this was in yesterday's paper, so it was in the Sunday paper. They talk about the difference between GM, Ford, and Tesla. And, uh, and even some of the other legacy automakers. And I'm just gonna read you a few quotes here about why they say that Tesla is actually a superior company to the other companies. I was impressed, I'm like, what? The New York Times said that? <laughs> but the reason why, I think you'll like. So let's listen in here, all right? So during the pandemic, they say GM and Ford closed one factory after another, sometimes for months on end, because of a shortage of cons computer chips. Yet Tesla racked up record sales quarter after quarter, ending the year having sold nearly twice as many vehicles as it did in 2020, unhindered by the industry-wide crisis. Oh my gosh, why could this be? It suggests that the company and possibly other young electric car businesses could threaten the dominance of giants like Ford, Volkswagen, and GM sooner than most had thought. But why? And this was the interesting part, folks. The why. Listen to this, okay? I'm just gonna read you my little favorite. I highlighted the favorite sections here, so I'll read you these. By the way, keep in mind, if you like my perspectives, you know there are programs on building your wealth for the long term, link down below. Got some amazing programs and a coupon code that you can use, whether it's real estate investing, property management, being an agent, making YouTube videos, stocks and trading and technical analysis, fundamental analysis, you name it. All linked down below, check it out and that coupon code. All right, folks, so what do we got here? When Tesla couldn't get the chips it counted on, it took ones that were available. And here, wait for it, okay? So listen to this. They're saying, hey, we got a chip shortage. That shut down other manufacturing plants. But why was Tesla able to keep going? Because Tesla took the chips that were available and then what did it do? Listen to this. It took the ones that were available and rewrote the software that operated them to suit its needs. Larger auto companies couldn't do that because they relied on outside suppliers for much of their software and, con and computing experience. And this is basically contract co coding, where rather than having your own development team write your own programs, your own code, you end up just outsourcing. Oh, okay, we need somebody to code you know, the the mileage gauge or, or the, the fuel economy estimator or whatever, right? Oh, let's just outsource that to blah, 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 uh, you know, coding company, right? But then when you piece blah, blah, blah coding companies code in together with blee, blue blee's coding company code, you don't get as streamlined as code usually. You get sometimes what can be messy. But not only can these sort of conglomerates of code be messy, but they are often designed to operate on specific chips. Well, how, if all of a sudden you're gonna start using a different chip, do you go to these contract manufacturers and go, oh, write it for this code. Well, this is not that, that nimbleness doesn't exist that well, especially when you don't have a, 
the comprehensive uh, system, when you're putting pieces together of code from all these different places, how are you going to adapt it all for new chips, right? So what happens at the legacy automakers? They shut down. What happens at Tesla? They keep going and get to record production. Listen to this. In many cases, automakers also relied on these suppliers to deal with chip manufacturers. These are third-party manufacturers or third-party kind of outsourcers or, or coordinators that the uh, legacy automakers relied on. And when the crisis hit, automakers lacked the bargaining clout to adapt. Cars are becoming increasingly more digital, defined by their software as much as their engines and transmissions. It's a reality that some old line car companies increasingly acknowledge. Many, including Ford and Mercedes, have said in recent months that they are, finally, hiring engineers and programmers to design their own chips and write their own software. Tesla was born in Silicon Valley and never outsourced their software. They write their own code. In addition, they say here Ford, GM, and Stellantis, the company formed by the merger of Fiat, Chrysler, and Pergol, uh, all sold fewer cars in 2021 than they did in 2020. Yet Tesla sold 87% more cars, or 936,000 vehicles. They also say, quote, we have used alternative, oh, this is from the earnings call, or they pulled this out of the earnings report, rather. Tesla says, quote, because Tesla doesn't really respond to, like, media requests from folks like the New York Times. I don't blame them. They get bagged on all the time. But anyway, this is actually a surprisingly positive piece. But they say here in the uh, uh, earnings report, there was a quote from Tesla, quote, we have used alternative parts and programmed software to mitigate these challenges caused by shortages, supply shortages, the company said in its third quarter earnings report. Uh, then, the performance is a stark turnaround from 2018 when Tesla's production and supply problems made it an industry laughing stock, they say here. But now, they have controls of all of their own computer systems, their own supply chains, because they manufacture so many of their own parts, whether it's their own batteries, uh, or, or so many of their own stamping parts for their vehicles to minimize the reliance on so many parts. Remember that the, the three pieces for example, the Tesla Model 3 that we've seen, the rear stamped section and the front stamped section and the mid stamped section, how just one section can replace somewhere around 179 parts, but not just 179 parts now into one stamped piece of metal, but all of the robots and all of the quality control and all the crap that goes into trying to make sure that, uh, uh, that, that uh, all these pieces actually fit together. It's a disaster. And so Elon Musk, uh, well, had, you know, he had substantial, uh, you know, constraints or, or uh, I should say more speed bumps in actually getting to where he is now with streamlining or ramping production. All of the innovations that Elon Musk has perpetuated, whether it's in writing their own code or, or uh, being able to use different chips or being able to streamline how many components they actually use, uh, are all paying off for Tesla now, and that's why Tesla's doing so well, despite all of the drama that we're seeing. But continuing on here, it's worth noting here that Tesla also offers fewer customizations than other automakers, which again simplifies the installation processes. It's not like they're selling 10 different varieties of a Model 3. There are three different varieties, and they're not... 50 different combinations that you could have had with these 10 different varieties of cars, right? One has the sunroof, one doesn't, and all this kind of nonsense that you would typically get from a traditional automaker. Why all of these customizations? All you do is complicate the manufacturing process. 
The Tesla software, which can be updated remotely, is considered one of the most sophisticated in the auto business. Even so, the company's cars likely use fewer chips, analysts say, because the company controls functions like battery cooling and autonomous driving from a smaller number of centralized onboard computers. Quote, Tesla has fewer boxes. The fewer components you need, the better. Now, they also go on to say here that outlook for traditional car makers is likely to improve this year as shortages for semiconductors wane. But they say uh, Tesla ultimately has a big advantage here. And the only thing that could hold Tesla back would potentially be quality control issues like that recent recall we saw on nearly 475,000 vehicles of front hoods that could potentially pop open while driving or that loose camera, that coaxial cable for the camera uh, to the back of uh, the vehicle, the uh, rear view camera. So, uh, you know, obviously those those relatively uh, minor, but I mean, uh, you know, recalls, but massive still nonetheless out of vehicles produced. 475,000 uh, units getting recalled is a lot. But I have to say, you know, that's the full New York Times article. Like, that's the only thing they said negatively about Tesla was that recall. Everything else was quite positive, especially in relation to the other auto manufacturers. I have to say that's quite bullish for Tesla. Uh, when, when you start getting actual uh, mainstream media, start U-turning. I mean, imagine when the day comes that Consumer Reports U-turns on their apparent and incessant hate for Tesla and, and wanting to drag down on the Teslas, right? Uh, and deride the Teslas and try to trick the systems of Tesla autopilot and then somehow suggest it's Tesla's fault. It's ridiculous. Uh, but anyway, uh, folks, I, I really wanted to share this with you. I think this is really cool. I'm so happy to see this kind of U-turn in the mainstream media. And I'm excited to see where 2022 brings Tesla. And we'll get through this whole inflation crisis. We'll see. All right, folks, thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.